Hi guys, real quick before we start the episode, I just wanted to say thank you so much for all the listeners and I wanted to kind of do like a little giveaway. These are the headphones that I've been using to edit the podcast, so I just wanted to give a pair away, a brand new pair. It's not anything crazy, so I really just wanted to show some love back to you guys. I loved this episode as well. Cami is one of those friends that I love catching up with. I am probably going to have to have her back because I I forgot a lot of questions that I wanted to ask her. And I just, I think she needs to come back. It needs to be longer. Uh, we need to talk about a lot more things. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, and don't forget, you look good. Okay, enjoy. Bye. Welcome to You Look Good. My name is Abraham Alvarado. Welcome to a podcast where we laugh and have deep conversations while lifting each other up. Today, I am joined by Cami. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Okay, so I know you've told me that you listen to a couple. So I usually start off with icebreakers, but today I kind of want to try something different with you. I wanted to do like riddles. Ooh. Are you good at riddles at all? Do you? I just, <laughs> I, I Googled these, so I know nothing about these, so. Let's give it a try. Yeah, let's go. Okay. The more you take, the more you leave behind. What am I? The more you take, the more you leave behind? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not. I, I mean, I, <laughs> all of these, I don't know, so. I've never been a riddle kind of gal. Me either. Honestly, yeah. Okay, I'll just give Tell the, me, yeah, I'll I'm give interested now. Footsteps. Oh, uh, okay. It's the so, more, yeah, the more you take, the more you leave behind. It's so interesting how, like, when you say, like, the answer is, like, it's like it, it clicks. immediately clicks. Yeah. Goodness. I know. These are all, I sent them to my roommate um, the other day, and he was like, um, he was trying to figure it out, too, but it took him a little bit. <laughs> Honestly, that's impressive for those <laughs> who can just, like, oh, yeah, yeah it's this. <laughs> what is more useful when it's broken? And you guys at home, like, don't give her shit because yeah you better not i won't know i'm not good at this hold on i'm thinking of these are just fun like little like i feel like i'm all over the place right now thinking about what what is your first thought the immediate thought that came to mind was a pencil for some reason okay <laughs> i don't know why what is more yeah i feel like that would be a good because it's useful when but when it's broken. it's broken right yeah <laughs> it could i feel like it, that could be it it's not from what i googled but what is it an egg uh that makes sense. i feel like it's still like i feel like you're not that wrong okay it is useful yeah you, know, you gotta like break it to get to the lid <laughs> oh i feel like you can get this one a cowboy rode into town on friday he stayed for three nights and rode out on friday how is this possible goodness gracious wait. you got this this is easy i feel like all the words you're saying right now are going in one ear and out the other <laughs> <laughs> okay a cowboy rode into town on Friday. He stayed for three nights and rode out on Friday. How is this possible? This one was like actually kind of easy. No, how? <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm terrible at these. It's fine. We're just having fun here. He got there on Friday, but he left on Friday. He stayed three nights, but he left on Friday night. <laughs> well, he rode out on Friday. Oh, he rode out. Go no, what is it? <laughs> His horse's name is Friday. Oh my <laughs> goodness, I feel so stupid. 
right? I need to start doing these to get better at them, honestly. <laughs> I think these are good, like, things to start with when you're meeting new people just to kind of get a mm-hmm. sense of, like, who they are. And how they I've think. I've been thinking yeah. of, like, things like this to do whenever I'm meeting new people. How do you spell cow and 13 letters? C-O-W? <laughs> well, no, I mean, yeah, you're C-O-W-W. Oh, I so, see. <laughs> oh, you get it. Yeah, that's huge. See, who comes up with you? I don't know. That's so impressive. Okay, um, I have a couple more, but we don't have to do all of them. Okay, <laughs> I don't know which ones to give you. These are also funny. Rachel goes to the supermarket and buys ten tomatoes. Unfortunately, on the way back home, all but nine got ruined. How many tomatoes are left in a good condition? Wait, how many did she have? Buys 10 tomatoes. Unfortunately, on the way back home, all but nine got ruined. How many tomatoes are left in good condition? Nine. Okay. I was like, Andrew, correctly, right? (laughs) I'm telling you, like, I'll hear something and it just doesn't click sometimes. I have to repeat over and over. Okay, I'll give you one more. Paul's height is six feet. He's an assistant to a butcher shop and wears size nine shoes. What does he weigh? Wait. He wears size nine too. And he, I mean, size nine. Paul's height is six feet. He's an assistant at a butcher shop and wears size nine shoes. What does he weigh? This one's kind of confusing, actually. I don't really think I get this one. I feel like I'm just going to say maybe he's like 250, 280. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's totally wrong. Oh, what is it? What, what is it? Mean? Oh, I get it now. Do you get it? Yeah, because he has because he's weighing so because he's a butcher. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, wait. I have a scenario for you. Oh, goodness. Take, take control over here. Uh, you just because you just reminded me <laughs> of like I've been like randomly looking for scenarios to like ask people whenever you like first meet them. So like. I got one scenario that I I can think of. Okay, go. So, what would you do if you met a better version of yourself? Someone who had everything you wanted, like that you're working towards right now. Ooh, that's a good question. Would um, you, like, if they had everything, would you want to be, like, their friend? Or would you want to, like, get rid of them because they have everything you're wanting to work towards? Probably get rid of them. <laughs> really? <laughs> Yes. I mean, I if I if it's my vision of what I want, I feel like I want to like have their life. You'd like? Is it mean? No. I mean, it's everybody's different. I would say. Would you want to be their friend? I personally would want to be their friend because if they're in a place that like I want to be at, I would want to learn from them. Okay, that's That's just how I see it. So it's interesting to see how people. Well, because I'm an Aries, so I'm kind of like. You're like, no, give me the crown. And I feel like that's how I felt at first. And then like, I had to sit there and think about it. And I was like, oh, actually, like they can help me. (laughs) True. And like lift you up and like encourage you, maybe give you like, well, like if for, if for me, like if, um, like in the like influential world, they can like get me into certain connections and stuff. So I guess I could be their friend, but I would probably (laughs) like secretly wanted to secretly wanted to kill them. Yeah. Okay, so that concludes our little 
um, icebreaker. So let's get into it. <laughs> I feel like I know this, but you're an awesome night, right? Yes. Okay, so I am too. So I I feel like I knew that, but um, we kind of grew up in like different areas of Austin, though. Yeah. Like you're east side. I kind of like did south side. But then also like we kind of like met in the middle, like mm-hmm. with the Terrytown <laughs> area. So tell me about like growing up in the east side. Like how is that? I mean, because obviously I don't know how that is, but I feel like you, we've both definitely had like different experiences doing that growing up in Austin. Well, well, growing up in the east side was really nice just because I have like all my family members on one street so i never had to kind of go anywhere far i got to just stay like in my area or like explore with my cousins growing up in the east side is different for everyone growing up in the east side because i was very like blessed to have the family i have so we're all really close so Mm -hmm. i feel like all the time i was just with my family growing up we would go play sports we were really like outside kind of people but Austin was different back then. I feel like in the East Side now versus then, I used to not want to walk to my grandma's like by myself. I wouldn't walk at night um, just because it was a little sketchy. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But now it feels like, you know, there's more people walking. There's more people on the streets that aren't sketchy people. No offense to all the people who live on the streets. <laughs> there are still people who live on the streets in the East Side. So it kind of sucks like seeing them out there and struggling. I feel like all those times when I see people like panhandling and like asking for money, it makes me sad. And I wish I had something to like give them. And I think I feel that way because I grew up in the East Side and a lot of the people in our areas that were less fortunate, we would always kind of give back to them and help. Um, I know my dad had a lot of friends like that, you know, just ended up going down the wrong path because like they didn't have resources that we have nowadays or guidance but my dad was like one of those persons who would help them get him a job and stuff like that. So I, when you grow up in the East side back then you would be able to see the struggles, but now it's hard to see those struggles with all of the kind of like gentrification taking over. Yeah. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I feel like I'm a middle person when it comes to like the gentrification coming around Austin. I appreciate all I feel the like it's, things. I mean, it, in. yeah, I feel like it's a lot more, known in the east side though i feel like it shows more oh yeah things look different um gosh like i live by like three different projects one is like our backyard that surprisingly is still there there's two projects still around but they ended up tearing one of them down and it's rebuilt into all of these beautiful new apartments um which is cool but i'm just hoping there's some affordable housing in there because what happened to all those people you know yeah it's interesting yeah, you know, families are different. I feel like that was a big part of my life growing up in the East Side is family. And so I was very fortunate to, like, have who I have in my life and have a good head on my shoulder, I would say. I wasn't yep. in the streets. I could have definitely been in the streets. I had, like, my brothers, they were they had friends, but, like, they weren't ever bad. But they would be the ones, like, playing out in the streets, walking all over the place, taking, like, the bus. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I loved it. I would do it all over again. And do you think that um, growing up in the East Side gave you like a tougher skin at all? Yes, on a level. I feel like that skin for me, though, and I'm going to be completely honest. I feel like that skin for me is such a front. I'm such a sensitive person. <laughs> like I. It's so crazy how sensitive I am. I, I care so much about like people's feelings. I'll see a video on like social media of like a mom or something, just someone having a hard time. 
I get so emotional about it. It's like I can feel their emotions. So I had to grow layers, I guess, and mm-hmm. like put on this front of having like tough skin and because people weren't always nice yeah. growing up, you know, and people saw like that I had a good family and that I came from a good home. So sometimes, you know, people aren't happy about that. They they want what you have and that's okay. But it just was like a little bit of bullying here and there because it was like, oh, you just get everything passed down for you because you're family. But it's like, no, like my family definitely taught us that we got to work for things that we want. Um, so that skin definitely came also because of my family. We are ruthless to each other. I feel like <laughs> the amount of times that we would fight verbally and physically would get so intense. So that also kind of helped whenever I was like going to middle school or high school and like having that tough skin because I'm an only girl. So it was really weird trying to like navigate middle school and high school with girls because they're so different guy friend groups. I would see if my guy friend groups, when I see them, they make it look so easy and effortlessly. There's no issues. But I feel like with girls, like there's a certain way y'all have to talk to each other. You can't say the wrong things. (laughs) You can't talk about the wrong things. It's kind of like you got to tiptoe. But then there's also like girls who have sisters and they're so ruthless to each other. So it's also you got to have that kind of like mindset. So I don't know. It, It was interesting growing up in the east side and like having that tough skin <laughs> to put on what um so whenever you went to austin high did that <clears throat> kind of like factor and did you like change it anyway from like because that's two different <laughs> cultures yeah and i, I know that i didn't go i went to like austin high for like a week but really yeah but like oh henry i'm like is that where you went? Yeah, I went all three years. Oh, wow. yeah. My mom wanted me to go there, but it was just so far. And yeah. I, I don't think there was a bus route at the time to go there. I ended up going to Martin. Yeah. And so it was really <laughs> different going from Martin to Austin High. I feel like. At, yeah, what's that culture shock like? At Martin, it brought out, <laughs> it brought out a little bit of hood in me. I'm not going to lie. It brought that east side out. Um, no, you're growing up with a bunch of kids who grew up in the east side too, who yeah. have been through struggles way worse than you've been through. So you got to learn how to be their friend. Sometimes I don't even want to be your friend when you're trying to be their friend. Mm-hmm. But uh, going to Austin High after that, God, it was so weird. There were a few people that went to like from Martin to Austin High too. So I kind of got to like still have them stay with them. Yeah, and so I feel like in the beginning. I stayed with them and then I changed. I changed big time my freshman year. I would say it, it was definitely Austin High. It was definitely like the people that I was like surrounding myself with. Um, I ended up straying further and further away from the friends that I had at Martin and finding a new group of friends, but also trying to be like in every group. Things got messy. Things always get messy in high school. <laughs> but that's when that tough skin came out, luckily from the east side that gave me it. But then there was also times where like sometimes that that tough skin that I was wearing was too tough and it was hard to make friends, um, especially with girls. And, you know, there's boys in high school and you get a little boy crazy (laughs) after a while. So, I mean, I've had my faults. I've had my things where everybody has a little bit of drama here and there, but you learn from them and definitely not the same person I used to be. What's something you've done that really intimidated you but paid off in the end? That's kind of hard. I would say something recently that intimidated me was getting back into the gym. Okay. 
I've been out of the gym for like two years. I think me too. So that's been really tough. I Before that, I was going really good consistently, but then I had injured my sciatica nerve. So I was out for like a whole year doing like physical therapy. Um, once I got healed, I still took another year because I just, I got lazy. I honestly got lazy. I got scared of the gym. I wasn't eating right. I started not caring about my health and body. I mean, I know I know I still cared, but physically I wasn't showing myself the love that I needed to. And so something that yeah, recently intimidated me was getting back into the gym. And you know, today was the first day that I went back. You know? Oh, really? Yeah, it was the very first day. <laughs> should it be mine? You should. I don't we know. should do this together. Well, yeah, I I went I kind of like went MIA because I started to get like I think I've t- I've talked about this on the podcast, but I started to get like ugly healthy. Like where it was like not good for my body because I was doing it the unhealthy way. Not like any like drugs or anything. Like I'm just saying like I was being like too like I think Irma said body dysmorphia. Like I was like being like too mm-hmm. hard on myself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's I like, hard. I just need to step out like real quick and then it just became longer and longer. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I was like, oh, I'll just take like a month or two and it turned into two years. Yeah. I feel that. I feel like body dysmorphia is really big nowadays with social media too. And with everybody kind of getting like the, you know, surgery done. And like, I don't think there's mm-hmm. anything wrong with the surgery. I'm mean, like, if I, when I get older and I decide to have kids, you might catch me getting some might... lipo or something or a boob. But, you know, so I can see why a lot of people are struggling with body dysmorphia. And like, it's hard. It's so hard. People don't talk yeah. about how hard it is mentally and it's like some people can easily snap themselves out of it but it's not like that for everybody yeah um let's kind of get like to some silly moments let's do it what's the story about how we met oh. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i think that i think i know what you're gonna say it's that one night it's with a vacuum <laughs> And the cops came while I was passed out. Yes. Okay. So I met Abraham. I've known of him through like my cousin Darian. And so it was like our first night going out. Or we were downtown. We were definitely underage too. We all had fake well, we went. Uh, did you? We, no. We Okay. We attempted to it go was, out. Yeah. It was 18 and up now though. I don't remember. I thought it was because we had X's on our hands. Maybe huh? it was. It's been so long. Yeah. I think I, I was still in high school. I was like a senior in high school. I think we were you. just like. And y'all were like in college, mm-hmm. like freshman college. But I remember who I got to your apartment, Abraham. And what is her name? Your friend. We don't talk, we about, don't her. talk about her. Okay, we don't we talk, talk about, about her. her. <laughs> <laughs> but there was me, you, D, your friend. And we just immediately started taking shots. Me and you, I feel like immediately clicked. Like mm-hmm. it was just a great time. Yeah. But I just remember the motto for that night was fuck it. Yeah, I think I was sad or something. Like I think I just got out of a relationship really? or something. I don't remember. And like that's why we were just saying fuck it the whole night. We were taking shot after shot after shot. Like we were just pre gaming too. Yeah, that was just the pre. That was just the pre game. And then I blacked out. I think at the apartment we ended up trying to go out, but I was too fucked up, so they didn't let us in. So then we ended up going back home, and 
I don't remember this at <laughs> all, but I guess we were having fun and we were all dancing. I started dancing with a vacuum. Like I was Twerking. grinding, twerking, twerking on, on a vacuum. I went, who has Dude, the video? Has the, I think Darian has I it. Think I'm going to have it. to go ask her for it because it's hilarious. But that's like my first night and like memory with you. And then supposedly the cops got caught and it got serious. Yeah, because we were being loud or something. I don't know. I woke up the next morning, not hungover, surprisingly, but I woke up in Darian's bed like, how did, how did, how did I get here? <laughs> True, I do remember her saying that. <laughs> What's your love language and how's your relationship going? Oh, ah, I love these questions. My love. I love love. I love love. It's great. I wish I was in love. <laughs> You're going to be, be in yes. love with yourself. Yes. Yes. Be in love with your life. But personally, for me, my love language would have to be like acts of service and like physical touch. I am such a physical touch like person. I have to like I have to touch my man. Mm-hmm. And so, and he he used to not be a physical person. It's so funny, but now he like craves it. So I'm like, aha, it's our deal. But those are like my love languages i would say i also just like i think the touching comes with me like i love massaging people so like luckily my boo is always getting a rub for me nice. but and like my love life right now it's going really really good like the person i'm with how long have we been together yeah how long have we been together <laughs> let me count oh my goodness we've been together for seven years Dang. Ew. We're oh no i'm not ready for that yet <laughs> we talk about it though we're getting like to the stage where we're comfortable about talking about things like that and like just the future and what it has to hold for the both of us um but it's going really good he is the best like person i could have found he's like my best friend i always tell him he's my soulmate and so he, he jokes like aha that doesn't exist but it does <laughs> yeah i feel like it does i feel like it does because like we're so different, but we're also so similar. I feel like him and I, but he's so good to me, y'all. He feeds me. He, like, comes and cleans up my dishes without me having to ask. He buys me, like, random things when he's, like, out and about. And that, that's what love should be. When, like, your partner's out there and they see something that reminds you of them or reminds them of you and they get it for you and bring it back, be like, here, babe, like, I bought this because, like, you remind me of you. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I love because it's like, okay, he's out there thinking about me. And so... It's going great. We have a plan to go to Japan in November this year. Oh, so oh. I, I'm so excited. Like to ex- It's That's so crazy. great experiencing like new things with the person you love. So he's all about that too. Like I remember years ago, he told me like, I didn't want to go to like a party with him because I didn't know nobody there. And he was like, oh, but I really want you to go because like, I like experiencing new things like with you. And so ever since he told me that I've been like trying to like, say yes more because i'm such a homebody now mm-hmm. i love being at home and just like or being outside at home like going out to me doesn't fulfill me anymore as much as it did but if there's like something that we're celebrating oh i'll go we'll go get it <laughs> or vacation definitely yeah well i mean japan is a big deal yeah we're gonna be crazy. there for two weeks so i'm excited That's crazy um i think my my roommate went to japan recently or like last year but yeah he had a great time he went by himself so oh, that's yeah, so I'm too going, to do that. yeah, I'm nervous to do that too, but maybe we um, go together. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm too scared. I feel like Japan is like I don't even have my passport. I know, I know. Everyone we tells can go me to Mexico, we can I, go everywhere. I've never been out of the country, so just it's scared. okay. I mean, the first time I've been out of the country was just this past summer. I just went to Mexico for the first time. I was 
nervous. My family is really nervous. They don't like going out of the country. So I've only ever really been to like Florida. <laughs> Miami. Miami. Oh my God. I love, love Miami. I love Miami. <laughs> In your opinion, what makes a person strong? I think it's like everything that they've been through. Just what brought you to where you're at today? I feel like that's what makes people strong. Just mainly, I would say, though, if I had to pinpoint something, it'd be the discipline that a person has. I think the discipline that a person has really makes them and helps them be like the core person of who they are. Mm-hmm. And they can get shit done when you're disciplined. I'm trying to work on my discipline this year myself. That's why. I usually do this at the end of the episode, but I kind of I feel it. I just I kind of want to do it now. Okay. So affirmation card. Do you like do you believe in these at all? I do. I actually have a journal that I write in every day and I have like a little section of just like affirmations that I'll hear. And if I really like mm-hmm. them, they're going to get written down. Yeah. So, yeah, like like I said, I usually do this at the end, but I don't know what with what you said. I just it kind of clicked. I kind of wanted <laughs> to do it now. So go ahead and just pick any card and then just read it out loud. Ooh, OK. Today I have faith. Today I have faith and truly believe that anything is possible. Cute. Love that. I feel like that literally goes with what you just said. I know. With, it's like it's meant to be. That's what I, that's what I'm saying. It like clicked. Love that. Oh, you can keep it. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'm gonna put this on my refrigerator. <laughs> I have magnets on there. Well, okay, so I told myself this year that I would start and I'm starting today. I would do the like 75 hard, but I'm not going to do 75 hard. I'm going to do the you 75 soft. Soft. <laughs> soft. <laughs> so I'm starting that today, but I have a printable little paper on that like has you like color out the day. So I'm going to put this right there. Like that Cute. I can remember. I love that. Okay. We were talking a little bit about this before um, we started recording, but what does friendship mean to you? And how do you prefer to approach conflicts with friends? Ooh, yikes okay i feel like this is important this yeah. is so so important for like all your relationships with your friends everybody in home. family everything how would i deal with conflict and well what does friendship or what does it mean to me yeah what does friendship mean to you you can and you can talk about either relationships or family and stuff okay and how do you prefer to approach conflicts whatever you want to so i have that. like I have a friend who, when you say that, I immediately thought of her. She's one of those friends who we're both really busy, but like immediately when we call or text each other or we see each other in person, we pick up right where we left off. And that is something I I love so much because we're getting older. We don't have time to see each other every day. So when I can just pick back up with you and like nothing, or I can just call you out of the blue and you answer, that's so nice. I think just like friendship is you being there for your friend or your lover and just listening to them, being that ear for them when they need you or being that voice for them when they need you. It's almost like a a relationship. I would say like friendship is definitely almost like a relationship minus like, you know, some, some of the things, but that's pretty much it. Now, how I would do with, conflict what, what's, the, what's the most recent conflict that i've what? had with a friend Jeez, mm-hmm. that's so hard see i have such good friends that i don't even think we have conflicts we might have disagreements but i feel like a lot of the time we'll 
step to the side and talk about it right then and there if we're in person. Well, one, okay, actually one that happened like last year around my birthday. And I, I totally understood. This wasn't like, I wasn't upset or anything. This was more like the friend was upset with me. They weren't talking to me for a while. Or like, I, we usually send each other like Instagram, TikTok things. Mm-hmm. And they weren't really replying to them for like two days. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe they're just busy. And I didn't think anything of it until they texted me like this paragraph kind of telling me how they felt. And in that, they kind of just, said like they needed time to figure out how they felt so I think when you're like in conflict with anyone it's really good to not like act on your emotions right then and there whether it's like anger or sadness it's good to really sit there and feel what you're feeling and figure out why you feel that way and what could help you feel better and so I feel like that's what that friend did is you know she sat with it for two days decided okay she didn't like this and she drafted a message to me and she told me like what my wrongs were and I texted her back and I completely agreed. I told her I wanted to overstep again and, you know, and hopefully we can move past this. And we did. Luckily, she's a really great friend of mine still to this day. And we haven't had any conflict since. And I feel like if there ever is a conflict with us, we're really good at communicating with each other. We never like yell at each other. We never cuss at each other because we like we love each other. Like respect. Yeah, there's a level of respect that you need to have for your friends, especially yeah. when you guys are in conflict. What are you putting in a red solo cup if you're at a party? Damn. <laughs> I know, I just <laughs> I flipped that around. I love to flip stuff around. <laughs> I know, you went from that to that. <laughs> Anything tequila, I would say. Um, in a red solo cup mixed with what? Mixed with what, bro? Ooh, okay. I would probably do tequila with a pineapple jadito and a dash of orange juice or pineapple juice with a little dash of hot sauce. And the rim, it has to have a rim. It has to have a chamoy rim, specifically chicas chamoy, uh, their mango flavor or spicy with some tahini. <laughs> Very specific. Yes, I love I'm it. I'm craving it now. <laughs> I, I usually just like, if you're at a party, I kind of just go for the vodka and then just pour like my favorite juice that they have it's usually orange juice but i don't i don't know you kind of went extra girl i love mixed drinks like i am such a like learning mixed drink girly i'm like oh bartending sounds fun but then i think about the environment (laughs) and then i'm like fuck this (laughs) what celebrity is the best dressed right now in your opinion oh damn Zendaya. That's what I was Zendaya thinking. Zendaya is the baddest right now. She is the origin. I feel like she's just like, she's been killing it. Her stylist does so good with mm-hmm. her. What fictional duo does our friendship remind you of? That's hard. I think I, I have mine already. I wrote it down, but I don't know. I want I want to hear what you say. Here it goes. Dang, that's hard, Abe. I've never had to think about that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of any show, any movie I've watched recently. Give me some. I'm trying. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I'll just say mine. Um, Maybe Daphne and Velma. Oh, that's cute. I can see that. <laughs> that's real cute. Damn, I need to come up with something. Daphne and Velma's a good one. Hold on. You know, this is hard, Abe. I'm not a, like... I'm one, I'm bad with celebrity names and I'm bad with character <laughs> names. I do not remember them ever. But if I had to say what or, we were like, I would Or like 
Dory and I'm definitely Dory. I feel like he, and, that would be it would be Nemo and Dory. I could see that. Yeah. Or with Moana and the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Moana and who's Moana? I feel like both of us can be both. It's like yeah, I feel like we fair. can flip it because sometimes I act like the chicken <laughs> and sometimes you do. So true. <laughs> Is there anyone else in your life that I remind you of? You remind me of my brother. Really? Yeah. Wait, talk but more about that because I just because I didn't see of that like how we can easily talk and like click. Mm-hmm. I would say I feel like that's why it's so easy to talk to you and like I have two brothers, but I'm talking about one specifically, which is Steven. Oh, okay. And so like I don't think I wait. Have I met your brother? Yeah, how we have me. He takes bell. I thought he's definitely seen you at family functions when you yeah. come. Wait. I'm so confused now. <laughs> Wait, I thought Stephen was dating. Dating Ralph. Yeah. yeah. What's the who's the other one? Oh, that's Joseph. I don't think I've met Joseph. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You probably haven't. I don't think a lot of people I mean he's very to himself. Okay. He more likes to stick to himself. But I think you would remind me of like Stephen just because of how easy it is to talk to you and like how fun you can be. Because mm-hmm. like I have a lot of fun with that brother and like I'm so glad I have him. He's like the sister I never had. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What else? What does Cammy look like in 10 years? Cammy looks successful. She looks rich, full of love in her life. She looks like her passport's been stamped more than a dozen times. We're traveling. We're traveling, babe. She's working on her career. She's at where she's at she's where she wants to be that's where Cammy's at and she has maybe like another dog <laughs> <laughs> kids uh in 10 years possibly maybe you know i keep saying that my like age for kids would probably be like 30 to 35 it's like i'd want to have my first one and yeah, I'm like, I'm too nerd. Like, I would not want to do it anytime soon because, nope, I'm not prepared. I want to be selfish in my 20s, honestly. Mm-hmm. And maybe, I, I don't know if I just want one or two. Me and my boo talk about it, but we're both right now on, like, no, like, there's so much more we want to do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're young. My parents, uh, do you know when your parents had you? My mom was 34 for me. Mine was like 30. Yeah. That's a good age. She yeah. was like, I a lot of people like, were mm. saying like, oh, that's too late. You're going to be old, like chasing after your kids. And I'm like, not if I keep my body in motion and my health, right? Like you just got to be positive about things. Yeah. Have you ever changed or considered changing in order to be accepted by others? I feel like I did that a lot in high school. I definitely. The I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I tried to adapt to like, all the people that came to from O'Henry to Austin High because yeah. they were very clicky. Like mm-hmm. they all had their groups already. And I was like, well, like I had to change myself to like fit into some of those groups. And even then, like changing yourself wasn't enough. Yeah. Yeah. No, I dealt with that like all of three years because I went through so many different phases <laughs> in middle school. <laughs> Sixth grade, I was I'm putting quotation marks, but sixth grade I was like in the emo phase, I would wear like all black sweaters. Even when it was freaking hot, I was part of like the emo crew. And then in seventh grade, I met a 
probably gonna cut this out. Salazar? Yes. What? I'm this out. <laughs> okay. I was like best friends with her. Got into the Jordan phase. So I would wear like baggy, like oversized white t shirts, Jordan shorts, and I, w- I would space jams. Like I was all in that because I was like obsessed with like being her friend. Yeah. And like she was, she had an upper hand. Yeah. yeah. And like she would be fighting everyone. And like, oh, yeah. If I had her behind my back, I was safe. She got your back. Yeah. She was, I, I forgot she I was with Henry. Right? Fucking safe. I did, no one touched me. That's how she was <laughs> even when she went to the garden. <laughs> <laughs> and then eighth grade, I finally like got away with that because I was like, I, I think eighth grade is when I came out. I was like, Okay, I'm not in the Jordan phase, so I went to Hollister, and I was <laughs> the preppy kid with Love that. Hollister shirts, cargo, and I had my little sandal phase, and Sperry, like, you know, the Sperry. I feel like you've all been there. If you didn't have an emo phase, you're not living. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I was all around, and I feel like I had, like, to just navigate myself through, and this was just middle school, I had to navigate myself through, like, and change myself, and finally figure out where i'm at which is gay as fuck (laughs) and that but that wasn't high school are you more of an introverted or extroverted person that's hard i feel like i'm a little bit of both lately i feel like i've been more introverted (laughs) i have my moments i have like a social battery that runs out after like three hours is your social battery run out right now oh no it never (laughs) runs out when i'm like with like an individual or like yeah. A small group of friends that's like five of us. I don't like, always have time for y'all. You're, so you're talking more of like the clubs and stuff. More like actually like, yeah, going out and doing things or going to someone else's house who's like having a party or like a family gathering sometimes. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I gotta go take a break. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, I think that's all I've got for you. Oh, oh my goodness. That, that, was so, fun. that was so fast. Do you have any questions or do you want to add anything? I can't think of anything right now. I like everything you've asked. It's been fun. Do you want to pull one of these cards? Yeah, let's do it. Maybe this will give us a okay. What is this? Is this like a game? Yeah, it's called We're Not Really Strangers. There's like different levels. So you okay, just, level so two. So it's like one, two, three. Oh, cool. What does it say? Are you missing anyone right now? And do you think they are missing you too? <laughs> I think about this a lot. Well, I think about my ex-boyfriend, Lo- um, we were on and off for like six years, but it was like a really bad breakup. And yeah, I haven't, I hope he's missing me. He doesn't text me though. I haven't talked to him since I wished him a happy birthday. His birthday was like in January or December. Oh, an Aquarius? Like, yeah. Oh no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> and Aquarius and Aries are Oh bad. no. Yeah. Yeah. I have Aries rise from Aquarius. We're both, we're both pretty stubborn. I feel like I feel like all the boy Aquariuses I've met are like worse than me. Really? Yeah. We would always get fights for those stupid stupidest things. things that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Aquarius men like it's a hit or miss with them. I feel like. Yeah. I'm only missing one person right now, and I know they're missing me too. And that is Valerie Parks. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out! Shout out her. Okay, I'm gonna do level three. Wait, that's level one. Oh, shoot. Well, do you think... Oh, If you like it, let's do it. Yeah. Do you think I intimidate others? Why or why not? This is good. I feel like you do intimidate others. There's a certain face. Like, when you're not saying anything and you're just kind of (laughs) reading the room, there's a certain face you have, Abraham, where it looks like you're just like, 
it's like that resting bitch face almost. Every, and it right. looks like a little intimidating. And like, if I didn't know you or like, I wouldn't want to approach you. Do you think you. I'm giving you the look? No, but I've definitely <laughs> seen you give like other people the look. It's like, and I, for some reason you always have like your your phone in your hand and you're like, <laughs> it's it's like a side eye slash resting bitch face. And I love it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. A lot of people have told me that. <laughs> Sometimes I know what I'm doing it because sometimes I do it per- purposely, mm-hmm. <laughs> but sometimes I actually don't know what I'm doing it. And it's funny. I think it's so funny when you don't know you're doing it. Yeah, it's funnier. <laughs> you want to pull on? Oh, yes. Okay. I want to do it. What has this conversation taught you about yourself? Ooh, we can end, we can end this. Oh, wow. That's a good ending, though. Learn about myself, right? Wait, can I read oh, yes. it again? Um, I guess I really like that you said that um, we can just pick up where we leave off you have like friends like that that you have i love just listening to you talk about um you growing up because we've never really had a actually one-on-one conversation before because we're always usually with either Derek or your yeah. group so it was fun just catching up and i just learned that like i just well i don't know if this is answering it because what did i teach myself <laughs> that i can just pick up where I left off. Yeah. That it, I don't. It could be people. It could be picking up where you left off in the gym. Yeah. Anything in life. What about you? What do you think this conversation has taught you? I think it's taught me to believe in myself more. I was really nervous coming in to oh, like I love do that. a podcast and mm-hmm. like because I used to like sing and record myself and I hated hearing my voice like on the other end mm-hmm. and like i'm when i listen to this i'm probably gonna like like cringe, a little. So cringe. <laughs> but you gotta get used to it like i feel like this has taught me to get more out of my comfort zone and like this past like two months where this year started there's been something in me that's been like itching to come out and i think that's like the confidence i used to have or just me ready step into another version of myself that i've been dreaming of oh my god your answer just killed it (laughs) i love that so much more than mine (laughs) that was so good i'm glad you came on though i appreciate you i came on well thank you for tuning in join us next wednesday for another episode make sure to follow me on instagram at you look good pod if you have any suggestions or if you would like to be on my name is abraham alvarado and you look good